podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I belong, I belong to you. I belong, I belong to you. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the Andy Campbell Championship Show. This show is available on all social media formats. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope Stroke Twitter at the moment. The Ace Podcast Nation, the home of many podcast series and shows, and uh, lots of top guests coming up. So if you check out uh, the various social media platforms in the description and at the end of the show, and you'll be able to uh, find them all. And there is lots to find and lots coming up. Of course, Monday, 7.30, we've got the Andy Campbell Football Show this week with special guest, Mr Barry Hales. Very much looking forward to that. And uh, big shout out and thanks to Black Diamond Sport for all the support. The Black Diamond Sport is a global sports agency representing sports stars from around the world. And for more information, visit their LinkedIn page or their social media pages, which you can find again in the description and also at the end of the show. But uh, a big shout out to them. And also, we uh, we welcome and we thank Darren Ralston for uh, sponsoring this show, this show and the Monday show. And uh, we thank them for the support. And uh, just here's a very, very quick little video clip about them. My mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my Auntie Louise told Mummy about Bespoke Financial Teesside. She said they're a local company who helped her with her life insurance. Mummy got in touch and because they're based locally, a man called Darren was able to come to our house. He was really friendly. Darren stayed for a cup of tea and made it all really easy to understand. He said that life insurance will protect our home and family if anything bad were to happen. Like if Mummy or Daddy got sick. Then we'd get enough money to take care of us, and our house would be paid for so we wouldn't get taken away. After an hour, Darren said goodbye and Mummy and Daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted, we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Bespoke Financial, we thank them for sponsoring the show. And of course... 
to talk championship football with myself. It's 45 minutes of football talk with Cardiff City, Middlesbrough, former Cardiff City and Middlesbrough striker, Mr Andy Campbell. How are you, sir? Good evening, mate. Yeah, looking forward to this one. We've had a, um, a good week. Uh, loads of talk about loads of games. Um, the league's not getting any better or worse for some certain clubs. It's, uh, it's, it's hotting up. Six games left. Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's very interesting. It's even, mm. I find it's even more difficult to predict after the, the break for COVID and lockdown and everything because mm. you just see some of the results. They are all... I totally agree. I totally up. agree. I think, uh, I think playing behind closed doors is not making it any more uh, plain and simple for his home and advantage, his way and adv- his away and advantage. It's just, I don't know what's happening at the minute. It's uh, some very strange results, uh, but I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll unravel the mess, so to speak, in the next 45 minutes. Yeah, it's like knowing where to start, really. But as, as always, we'll go with the uh, the any other business. And with this show, it is purely championship. Uh, it's away from the games. And we just talk, pick some stories up. So, um, first of all, we're going to follow up on basically a, a one we picked from last week, really, mate. Uh, which is Jude Bellingham on the brink of uh, moving to Dortmund, BBC Sport have reported. Um, obviously, we mentioned last week oh, sh- a big shout out to Jan Agafjotoft who were his connections in that part of the world are very good. Uh, he had reported it and uh, it looks like it's on the brink of happening. Yeah, well, as I say, we uh, we came across the story, I think it was last last Friday or Thursday, uh, late Thursday, early early Friday. And um, and Jan always knows his stuff, you know, he knows, he knows every link in inside and outside German football. So, you know what I mean? This would obviously be a, a huge move uh, and a move which... Um, Sees a young player, another young English player, moving um, out of the Bundesliga, and if he's half as successful as uh, Jaden Sancho, for example, he's got he's got an opportunity because he's he's very talented. Listen, if he does go through and he does go there, I think he'll be a success, and it'll only help British football. I don't see it as a I don't see it as a as a bad move. Yeah, and I think let's be honest. If let's say worst case scenario, he was to go out there and have an absolute nightmare, barely play. Worst case scenario is he'd have to come back to the to a championship side because someone would take a risk on him. Even if he goes out there and plays two games in three years, he'd still only be nineteen twenty, and uh, you know someone would take a risk on him. Someone, oh, some, someone would uh, have a go. <laughs> listen, Ty, it's uh, <clears throat> we're on about a seventeen-year-old boy now. We just turned seventeen, yeah, I think, a week a or two ago, and he's still a baby in terms of football. Um, he's played so many games as uh, at the age he is. Um, he's had a really, really successful season in a in a, in a good upcoming side. Um, I think it'll be a it'll be a big loss for Birmingham City. I think uh, to fill the gap, what he leaves will be will be massive for them because unless they have a another hidden gem, um, so to speak. But uh, but yeah, you, personally, you've got to you've got to look at it from the boy's point of view and, and his progression. And um, I wouldn't wouldn't have been a big advocate of uh, him moving to the Premier League and uh, and not playing and being sitting on the bench. Whereas in Germany, I do believe he's got a better chance to play and, and progress on with that technical side of football. And I think I think it'll suit him down the ground the way that he plays. Yeah, I think the interesting one with that, um, whilst I thought Man United would have been a good move for him, if you look at Daniel James, Daniel James started like a house on fire. No one expected him to play too many games this year. Started like a house on fire. He's gone off the boil a little bit and he's getting a lot of criticism from United fans because he did so well to start with. And I think it's probably knocked his confidence a little bit. Whereas Daniel James is like nineteen twenty. If you take Jude Bellingham 
and there and then he started off like a house on fire and then goes off the boil because he's a yeah. kid. It's, I think there's less pressure on him to a certain degree by Ooh. going to Germany, which is odd yeah. because you know Ooh. they're still playing Champions League football, probably still going to be competing for a title. Yeah, I think you've got to look at it also. He'll probably look at uh, the model of Daniel James and go, has he played the amount of games that, that I want to play? You know what I mean? You look at um, the players in his position and, and he'll see Fernandez, he'll see Pogba potentially staying for another year, he'll see Matic, he'll see uh, other players in there and and will he get enough game time? And that's key because yeah, going to Man United one thing, but not playing. You know, he's, he's, at a, he's at a stage in his career where the next move for him is quite vital, really. You know what I mean? In, in, in terms of progression, in terms of improving. And, and for me, he's a fantastic young footballer with loads of potential. And, uh, and I would love to see how he did on that big stage in that Champions League uh, against an English side. Uh, and so he fared, really. You know, so I think it's, a, uh, it's an opportunity for go to a different country, um, learn a different language and have a different lifestyle. And, and, and see where it ends up. Yeah, he's a very, very talented boy, I've got to say. He's like 17. It's unbelievable. But, um, you know, this show, fast fast moving, fast moving. So we're not going to stay on the same subject for too long. Uh, so we're going to move on to something which is interesting. And you've just literally, before we went on air, have given me a bit of a different outlook onto this. So I'm quite looking forward to speaking to it. But uh, Wigan Athletic going into administration. Um, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's, just, it's a strange one timing-wise because obviously we've we've been in the middle of a, um, a COVID nineteen where there have players haven't been uh, sorry clubs haven't been able to get any income and things and uh, Wigan have came back and they've been on fire they've won enough games they've done really well um, and then all of a sudden now they're going to uh, administration which has a twelve point deduction or should have a twelve point deduction which I I do feel um, it's got to be it's got to happen. Uh, because it's the same for every other club who goes, who goes, who enters into it. Um, but I just see it as sometimes it can be a business decision, a business call that now they've got enough points and give themselves a fighting chance to stay up. It could be more tactical than than anything. Um, I might be wrong, uh, but I do feel as though I, I look back and think, why didn't they do it uh, during at the start of COVID or especially the first week back? Because things haven't improved financially. You know, what I mean, everyone knows, and things aren't going to improve. You know, what I mean, the debts have always been there or been there for the last six months. Um, and um, yeah, it's a, it's 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 a mess, and it's always going to be a mess. And uh, by the rumours, what I'm reading and hearing, um, there's, there's enough people who, who who might come in and save the club, which is great news because I don't want uh, Wigan Athletic, which is a very good club by the way. Thirty-four yeah. interested parties, apparently. Yeah, I don't want to see them go to the wall like a like a berry. You know, I mean, they're too good. I played there quite a lot of times. You know, I mean, I've had really some good some good times there as a player, and it's always a nice football club. And um, so yeah, I hope they get self sorted, but it's 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 a mess, and it's and it doesn't sound or look good from an outsider looking in. It does not. And um, what are they? Seven points clear of Stoke. In uh, I think there might be eight. I think, I think there might be eight. So we'll, we'll go four points inside the relegation. So we'll be four points away from um, that's doable, from safety. Oh, that's listen. When you six think, games um... with six games to go. You know, I mean, that could be a that could have been a sit around the table. Um, look at the games left. You know what I mean? Because. You're probably best off doing it at the start of the season because it gives yourself a fighting chance with minus twelve than than doing it right now. It's, it it just becomes a a very strange time in doing it unless you unless you're happy to go down, which I don't believe they are, or they believe they can stay up with that deduction, which I do believe they can. Yeah, 
And I think as well, they'll probably sell. They'll probably have to sell some players in the summer. Um, so we're gonna we'll do the majority of the questions at the end. I uh, just wanted to do that one because he was referring to something that you said last week. Uh, Leslie says last week or the week before, Andy said he didn't think Derby would make the top six. Does he still feel that way now? Did I say that? Uh, I think you did. Yeah. Did I? I, I think, can't remember I think, saying um, that. I don't know if you said you didn't think they would, but I think you said that there was probably other teams who would oh, get okay. maybe more likely. Okay. And you, I think you did say, though, you did say that um, they're more than capable of making a late run as well. So. Yeah, well, th- th- listen, they're a good side. Um, do I believe they'll get in the top six? Um, if I had to put my... Uh, if, you have to, if you have to give an honest answer, I'd say no, because I, I believe um, uh, Brentford or West Brom will be in. Um, Forest will be in. Fulham will be in, and then you've got one more. And at the minute, Cardiff are in. So you know what I mean. It's it's about getting in there. It's not about it's 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 the chasing pack at the minute. You know what I mean. If the season finished today, they wouldn't be in it. So it's up to them to get in it. So it's a big it's a big ask. They're on fire though. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm gonna. So we will go a bit further into this in detail. But um, it seems like the right time to uh, to just to hear someone else's point of view on the on that very subject. <laughs> Joined by uh, ex Scotland Cardiff City defender Mr. Kevin McNaughton. You right, mate? All good, mate. How's it going? All good. So, we're going to talk about the championship. Do you think Cardiff will make the playoffs and do you think they will get promoted? I still think there's. We may be missing a, a wee bit more quality. I know it's, it's good having Tomlin back. Uh, if he gets himself fit, then he'll make a difference. But, um, yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll It'll be tough. It'll be a, a tough push for them to to get promoted. So I'm kind of I'm hoping more than really expecting to be honest with you. Mm. Do you think um, Do you think they make the playoffs and then maybe fail to get promotion? Yeah, they'll, they'll still be a, a decent season if they get the playoffs. And you know, you never know where the playoffs. Playoffs is obviously a bit of a lottery at times. So yeah, yeah it's about the form, isn't it? Um, yeah. And who do you think will uh, go up automatic? Will maybe win the playoffs, and who's going down in the championship? I always fancy Brentford. Um, always fancy them. I know they've got a good win at the weekend, but even before that, I still think, still think they've had, you know been chatting on the door a bit. So I think fancy Brentford to go up. Um, relegation. Barnsley have seemed to pick up this, it's a tough call relegation I think um, there's a few teams that seem to be finding form like, I mean if these next few games are also important because I'll see, I'll sort of assess if some teams don't hit the ground running then they're going to find themselves in a, a bit of bother really so. Mr. Kevin He's McNaughton there. Sat on the fence there, though, didn't he? Yeah. Sat on the fence there in the oh, end. Yeah. I didn't, uh, you know, that there's me getting stick for, for saying that certain clubs... That, by the way. Naughty. <laughs> yeah, he sat on the fence a little bit. But, um, yeah, Mr. Kevin McNaughton, ex-Scotland Car City defender. Um, so, for me, I kind of hinted at it during my chat there with Kev. I think... Cardiff will make the playoffs, but I think they might not make the final or they may lose in the final. I don't think they're strong enough. And I think, or maybe not that they're not strong enough. I just think other teams are stronger. 
what do you think about Cardiff specifically, mate? Um, listen, I think if they got in the playoffs, I think it would be an unbelievable achievement. Um, and then, the um, Kev's just said it there about, about, about it being a lottery. Um, I, I, I think Cardiff would become dangerous because there's no pressure on them to get promoted. And that's where teams become dangerous. The pressure is going to be on the team who finished third. Um, and that'll be either uh, Brentford, I believe, or Leeds or West Brom. You know what I mean? So I think that um, will become um, a bit of a a bit of a lottery. But listen, the the the, the teams and the um, the quality on show in the playoffs and the championship is going to be unbelievable because the games are are always notoriously nervous because of the the amount of money what's involved. But at the same time, it's um it's going to be huge because the games seem to be a little bit better. A lot more goals, a lot more free football, um, and the good players are, are stepping up a little bit with no fans being there. So it's um. It's going to be exhilarating, I believe, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable, mate. Okay, I'm going to put you on a spot. Some quick-fire questions, sort of. Who's going to win the league? Leeds. Who's going to finish second? I've just been sick a little bit. Um, Brentford. Who will be in the playoff final? Um, I believe West Brom will play... Obviously, the team in six. So I'll go West Bromish Albion against Nottingham Forest. And who will win the final? West Brom. And who will be relegated? Um, are we are we going on the are we going on the fact that Wigan are going to be twelve points deducted? Because yeah, yeah, if let's they assume they're going to get if they do if they go twelve points, um, uh, I'm going to go uh, Luton Town. Uh, I'm going to go Barnsley. Even though they are in a good run, by the way, um, I'm going to go Wigan. I'm going to stick my neck out, and I'm going to go. They've got. They'll have to win three or four. They'll have to win three games to stay up. And if they have a bad result of the weekend, then this could all blow up in their face. So I'm going to go Wigan as well. So um, I'm going to go Luton, uh, Stoke, and Hull. It's, uh, three huge clubs, by the way, aren't they? Yeah. As well. Because Huge I think Barnsley are just hitting form at the right time. Yeah, they are. Um, but they do a bad run, I believe. But I, 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 if it'll happen, I don't know. Playoff final, I think, will be Cardiff City versus West Brom. Cardiff, I don't City, know if, on, uh, Cardiff City on penalties. See, see, you see, we've got to be careful. because I, I don't think that can happen because it's the way that the fixtures go. It'll be third against sixth and then third, uh, third against sixth and fourth, uh, fourth against fifth in the semi-final. So Cardiff would have to get above Forest yeah. or um, Fulham to get to, for that to happen, which listen, it's doable. Because right, okay, I'll change it then. I'll go it's doable. With, um, so what would it be? It would be Cardiff, Cardiff against West Brom, for example, or Brentford. West Brom. Yeah, I actually, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go Cardiff City versus Leeds in the playoff final, <laughs> and I'm going to go West Brom and Brentford to finish top two. I'm going to go for Brentford to win the league. Listen, the way that they're playing and free scoring, and I've seen the next couple of fixtures, by the way, um, and obviously we'll go on about results and fixtures later on, but they've got some really, really winnable games and other sides have got some really, really tough games. Um, and it's going to be really, really interesting. You know what I mean? That Listen, Derby could make the, uh, the top six. Uh, there's always a team who comes in late, but I believe Cardiff have left it late as well. So Cardiff are in there currently. Um, you know what I mean? You've still got the, the likes of Blackburn. Who, yes, they're on a bit Lost of a bad two, run. They, in the row. 
But you still got Swansea. They've had a, a shocker since the Middlesbrough game. Um, so listen, so, there's still you can't you can't rule teams out because there's there's just so there's six points to play. You know, so it's yeah. uh, it's eighteen points. Eighteen points is a lot to if you if you win if you if you get the 80, it's Swansea win every game now for the rest of the season. They're in the playoffs, so you can't really ruin anyone out at the minute. If you go with um, the teams. Uh, talking playoffs now, teams who are, uh, have come into the from the break in form. You've got Cardiff taking seven from nine. Uh, you've got Derby, uh, Swansea haven't been very good. Blackburn lost two in a row. Uh, what have Millwall done? Mm, not great. Been hit and miss, haven't they? Yeah, been great. Bristol City, same bit of a uh, bit all over the shop. Charlton, Derby, if, Charlton, if Charlton was still up there, they'd have a chance because they're, they're they're probably the most informed yeah, side. They're informed, they. Yeah, Wigan as well. Wigan yeah, totally, totally agree. Totally um, agree. And they've, and they've done it at the right time. So right. what's Wigan on? Fifty. See, a couple of extra games and uh, no administration, and Wigan would be having in with a shout of uh, a late I totally run. Agree. But they're gonna they'd run out of games now. Um, all right, so let's have a look. Uh, since our last show, mate, we've had a, a load of championship results. So um, we're just gonna kind of go through these bit by bit, and just gonna give me like a sentence. Or something, pick something from each game to, to talk about. Uh, so the Friday night game was the Brentford West Brom game. I said I, I was excited to watch it, and I, and I did mention Ollie Watkins. Um, I know Ollie's name's been mentioned in the in the in the in the in the questions and in the group chat below. And listen, Ollie Watkins, when you've got someone like that firing your your, your front line, you've got you've got an opportunity, you've got a chance. So um, keep it going. You know what yeah. I mean? Because he's a He's a breath of fresh air at the minute and uh, and, and is a game changer. Spot on, mate. Uh, Charlton won, QPR nil. Uh, Lee Boyer just, you know, wrote him off. Um, obviously, the Cardiff talk and he's come back with a vengeance and come back even stronger. And the group of players, by the way, have got to give themselves a massive pat on the back with all these players who haven't played and aren't playing. Um, that he, The manager and the players who have stuck around um, are showing Lyle Taylor and 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 the rest who haven't turned up, and they're showing them up a little bit. So good on him, fair play to them, and hopefully they they can get safe because Charlton didn't deserve what 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 happened to them really. Yeah, and then Cardiff followed up their win over Leeds with a three-one victory over Preston, who's been their bogey team for so long. Um, yeah, as I say, I watched watched the game. It was um, it was quite a quite a dire first half to be honest. It was quite quiet. Um, and then second half, it came came alive, and I, I thought Cardiff going forward. Once they brought a couple of changes on, uh, Lee Tomlin in particular, uh, I thought it was electric. And um, Joe Rawls got a very good header. Um, Mendes Lang finish was excellent. You know, composure and driving through the middle, pace and strength. Um, uh, obviously, Preston got themselves back into it. Um, but then uh, Grattle's third goal was was superb again. So um, going forward. Uh, creating chances, scoring goals again, so it was uh, it was a refreshing change, really, you know, from a um, Cardiff City point of view. And on the back of the Leeds game, it it uh, it showed real quality. Spot on, mate. Um, sorry, my screen just scrolled down. Uh, Swansea nil, Luton one. Surprise result of the weekend. I didn't see it coming. I um, did. Yeah, you did. You called it. Um, but I think if Swansea are going to fail this season. Uh, you, they're going to have to look back at results like this because if you've got any aspirations about getting promoted or getting in the playoffs, you can't afford to um, to drop to drop through, well to drop one point two points three points against um, a side who's bottom of the league and you know what I mean it's it's given Luton a, a small glimmer of hope of of staying up uh, which is good for them but for me 
Um, they held on at times, but um, got a good winning goal. Yeah, their defence, Swansea's defence since lockdown has been horrific. I don't know what they've been doing um, in the kind of pre-season, if you like, but it's, yeah. it's not working. Uh, Barnsley, nil, Millwall, nil. Um, yeah, well, I raved on all summer side, didn't I? Early shows about Barnsley keeping clean sheets. Uh, and ever since uh, I mentioned about Barnsley keeping clean sheets, they've kept uh, two on the belt. Oh, sorry, they've got kept three on the bounce. So this is the third consistent uh, since lockdown clean sheet for Barnsley. So, you know what I mean? If they can continue the way that they're playing defensively, they'll always create chances and score goals the way that they play. So they'll give themselves a fighting chance, even though I wrote them off just now and put them in relegation. Um, you know what I mean? But I think the damage, if they do go down, will have been done about all the goals that shipped in early on the season because they, they shipped a, a horrific amount where at the minute they're giving themselves an opportunity to stay up. Yes, indeed. Uh, Derby County, two. Reading, one. Um, we spoke about Tom Lawrence on the show um, last weekend. He That's opened the scoring man. just before half-time. Very good performance again. And, and Wayne Rooney, what can you say? Yeah, that The Wayne Rooney factor. Wayne's had a, a very good week where, with a couple of couple of goals and Listen, when you've got somebody like his, when you've got somebody like him in the in the game to control games, to um, dictate composure in, in in on the pitch and off the pitch, you've got a chance. Listen, he's 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 world class and has been for all his career, so he's, they've got um, they've got a chance. He's completely changed Derby season. Um, yeah. You look where they were when he came in. We were on about potentially being in a relegation battle. That's how bad they were and how low down the league they were. Yeah. And suddenly we're on about them, you know, making a mm-hmm. late run for the playoffs. Um, well, listen, you know, the, the, the manager as well, he's given himself an opportunity because if he can get in the playoffs, he'll probably see it as a, as a, good, um, a good season because yeah, the players that lost, yeah. the, the transition from last year from when Frank Lampard left, it's a, at the minute it's been a success. Spot on, mate. Uh, then we had um, three all between Birmingham and Hull. Yeah, funny game this one. Hull, Hull 2-0 up at half-time. Um, and just threw threw the game away with with just silly goals at silly times, and um, and then they took the lead themselves through uh, Herbie Kane, who, who scored again yesterday. So he's he's had a good week. Um, but then Gary Gardner came and equalised last kick, and um, I think you've got to look at moments in games and and giving away last minute goals like Middlesbrough did yesterday and Hull did at the weekend. Those little things can cost you fine margins, and hopefully it doesn't come back and bite teams on the backside. But you just never know. Indeed, uh, Leeds United three. Fulham nil, what a result. Yeah, performance, really, performance of the weekend, as in attacking performance. Uh, they didn't give Fulham a, an opportunity and a foothold in the game. And they were let, when, when Leeds are on that kind of game and kind of performance, they've got a chance. And, and it's probably every time that Paddy Bamford scores, Leeds win. He just doesn't score enough. You know, we've been, we've been quite critical of him on here, and rightly so, because he's missed some really big chances in really big games. But um, he scored quite early, relaxed him. I thought he had a very good game. He came off at half-time, which is quite usual. Oh, Unusual that he come off that early, but usual that he comes off because it's it's probably him or the other. Uh, Hernandez came on, Alioski came on, and Alioski and Harrison scored, and they were they were unplayable. And even Scotty Parker at the end said uh, how disappointed he was, but how how good Leeds were, and you've got sometimes you've got to hold your hands up. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes teams are just better than you on the day, and um, yeah, I I struggle. I struggle to, to, to say it, but Leeds were exceptional on that day. Unfortunately, mm. they can't seem to string these performances into a run of games at the moment. No, they, they let themselves down against the, little, the, the lesser sides. That's what that's mm. the problem they've got. 
Uh, next up was the the mighty Middlesbrough winning two 0 uh, away versus Stoke City. Neil Neil Warnock. All I need to say, um, he's got a, a reputation for winning his first game in charge, um, and didn't let the didn't let the club down, didn't let himself down, didn't let the players down. Picked the right formation, I believe. You know, I mean, going forward, they were they were electric. Um, and listen, he's given them an opportunity to stay up. You know, what I mean, yes, they had a, a negative result through the week, but. That result is massive because, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a tough place to go and Stoke have got some really good players on paper, but uh, something massively wrong at that football club as well. So here you go, mate. Right. It's a question for you. What did Neil Warnock do differently to uh, Woodgate from the week before? Um, he, he put, for me, he put um, round pegs in round holes and, 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 and what I mean is he put right players in right positions and didn't just fill, them up, fill the team up with the, with the best players, you know what I mean? He put the, the right people in the right areas. He played two centre-forwards, he played Britis on Belonga and he played Fletcher. Fletcher scored the first goal, I thought Brit was outstanding, didn't get his reward with a goal. He played Patrick Roberts, who I thought was excellent as well. He was neat and tidy, got in dangerous areas in between the lines and I, and he really hurt Stoke. Um, they won the battles all over the pitch. They looked solid in defence. Um, I thought Spence again was was absolutely excellent. Um, and they've given themselves an opportunity. That's all I can say. And um, you know, what I mean, if they, if they do stay up, I'll refer back to the Stoke City game because that is just it was a huge result. So here's the thing for me. That's exactly what he did when he came into Cardiff. When Cardiff was struggling, they needed something, and he came in and he took a took the team back to basics and played players in their strongest positions, didn't mm. pick the best players necessarily. He picked the best team overall, which, you know, and that's what Warnock does. And he does it very, very well. Um, is what it is, I suppose. But uh, Stoke, hmm, they just... I, I, I really worry for them. And, and, and to be fair, this isn't just a one-off though, Si. It's been coming for years and... Well, Stoke you know, I mean, have been like it all season, haven't they? Yeah, listen, they, they go, go through managers, they go, the players it, The players have got to look at themselves, you know what I mean, take responsibility on the pitch because manager can only do so much and chairman can do very can do very little. This time, of the, this time of the season, the chairman are watching the game, the manager's watching the game, they can't make wholesale changes, they can't go and bring in players, so they're, they're, they're believing and playing what they've got and think it's the best option and at the minute they're, they're getting let down a little bit. Um, so, just Leslie made a comment there. He says um, he can't understand why the Cogs family owners of Bet365 and the owners of Stoke uh, buy some world-class players, pay them big money, and Stoke would get back to the Premiership. The, the, you know, the owners are loaded, um, which they are, of course. However, what you've got, I think what you've got to ask yourself is how much money they've already spent. Well, that, 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 that's going to be my point. It can't be never-ending. This is this this is the thing. Their, their remit has got to be to buy the best possible side to get them out of the championship. They've got an England goalkeeper in goal and Jack Butland. They've got James Chester who's played for Aston Villa and got promoted Premier League defender. Um, you've got Powell who's played for Man United. You've got James McLean. You've got Klukas. You've got Campbell. Um, you substitute on, on, on Saturday. You've got you've got Lee Gregory. You've got Tom Ince. You've got Sam Vokes. How many more players and how much more money has a football club got to spend in order? For have success and those kind of players should not be where they are in the league. Well, in the, my the, opinion, the, mate, you'd have to spend um, you'd have to spend a boatload of money to get better players than that for a championship team. And I'm I talking totally, like I totally agree. money because I totally agree. I would say eighty-five to ninety percent of those players you just mentioned 
uh, on their best days or when they're in form, Premier League players. Because they've all played in the Premier League side, so or, or for the country. So but, you know, what I mean, for me, it's, they're, they're underachieving, massively underachieving. And a little bit of the point I'll, I'll mention for Leslie there is um, uh, the chairman also his hands are tied because yes, he's got he's, yes, he's making money, he's got money, but he's also got a business at the end of it, and his parachute money, which is which is ran out from the Premier League. You know what I mean? He's then at a crossroads of what to do with the football club because you can't keep pumping money into a football club and keep it failing. So, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a business decision. The thing is, we talked when Nathan Jones was in charge, we talked about these players letting the manager down, but they get rid of the manager as so often happens. But, you know, at what point do these players have to say, right, it's our fault? We're not performing because they're just going through managers and managers and managers and coaches. Mm. Nothing's changing. They might have a little run here and there. When I was a player um, and teams were underachieving and and playing badly, um, the captain dragged us all together and uh, a few home truths were said in a pub, um, in the changing room. And we all listened because you're all pushing in the same direction. Everyone's got to care. And if you don't care, that's when... um, that's when the problems start, and you know, I mean, the cracks start to appear, and um, and there's a from when outside they're looking in, and what I'm watching, and what I've seen last Saturday, um, there's quite a few cracks in that football club. Spot on, mate. Uh, Kelly says there, Joe Allen to Cardiff City. I would love that. I gotta say, but um, I got a feeling that um, he might not because of. It'd be a dream. It'd be a dream. Uh, It'd be a Swansea dream. connections, I think. However. Yeah. I believe I read somewhere that he fell out with the Swansea fans when he left for Liverpool. So maybe there's hope. Watch this space. Indeed. Uh, There you are. Johnny Wish just says, on paper, Stoke have one of the best teams in the league. Well, listen, we've said this. Listen, when I I saw the team on Saturday, I was a little bit nervous, a little bit worried. Uh, And then I started to watch them play a little bit. And then I was a little bit more confident because they just didn't look like the players that I knew of old. You know what I mean? And, And... I'm not saying I hope to go down, but I just as long as Middlesbrough don't go down, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Right back to the back to the one one sentence reviews. Uh, okay, where we got? Where do we get to? Stoke, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Wigan Athletic two, Blackburn Rovers nil. Blackburn, the, yeah, what just... we've been tipping, and mm. Wigan, who we tipped to go down, and Wigan are in form. Yeah, so I'll probably apologise to Stewie Downing and say sorry, mate, because ever since we've uh, we told you that we we fancied you and backed you to get promoted, you've had a little bit of a shock since lockdown. Yeah, unfortunately. But and listen, side, this was this was always going to happen to certain teams. The lockdowns had a negative effect on on teams who had momentum, and it's happened to Blackburn. And I, I, I do really feel sorry for them because I thought and and on paper again, on paper they've got a very good side, but paper wins absolutely nothing. Indeed, uh, as we go into the last ten minutes of the show. We are going to whip through these. So we're going to, one sentence, got to keep it to one sentence, mate. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. Okay. Bristol City 1, Sheffield Wednesday 2. Um, not surprised with the same thing. Lockdown's affected Bristol City in, in, in a negative way. And Sheffield Wednesday have had some positive results as well since lockdown. They got a last-minute equaliser against Nottingham Forest uh, the week before. Um, so... They're doing all right um, for in, with Gary Monk. So let's see. Let's see. Watch this space. But uh, obviously, Cardiff, I know, play Bristol City the weekend. Um, so another huge game for both teams, not just for Cardiff, for both sides. Let's put on Forest 3, Huddersfield 1. I watched this game and um, 
disappointed for um, with Huddersfield for long periods, but they should have had a penalty, which affected the game massively. But Forrest were excellent going forward. And when you've got Lewis grabbing as a centre forward, you've got a chance. He's a, he, for me, he's one of the best centre forwards Machine. in the league. Yeah, he's very good. Very uh, good. And then on the Tuesday, we had Millwall 1, Swansea 1. Yeah, early game on the Tuesday. I'm not sure if uh, if a draw is just the worst result in the world for both sides. So, um, yeah, it doesn't really affect it. Uh, I know Swansea were 1-0 Swansea were down, so to come back is probably a decent result. Yeah, and then you had Barnsley with another victory and another clean sheet, mate. Yeah, yeah another what clean sheet. What did we sheet, say yeah. this in the preview show mm. all those weeks ago? Yeah. Well, I, I, it's key, you know. What I mean, you, you're always going to score goals in this division. So if you can keep clean sheet, Middlesbrough got promoted on it under I, I talk Aranka a few years ago. Neil Warnock got promoted under it uh, with Nathan Ever- with, with Etheridge keeping all those clean sheets. You can keep clean sheets. You've got a chance to get promoted. It's that simple. Spot on, mate. I can't couldn't agree more. Uh, then we had the Cardiff City nil, Charlton nil. I want to have a little bit of a chat about this one because. Mm. Well, uh, I get, you got a, a, selection wrong. I got to be yeah, well, a result, a result for me, which just was just shocking, really. You know what I mean? I, I agree. You know what I mean? That the, the personnel changed from the weekend, and and I didn't really think it needed to. Um, and I think the players who've affected the game in a positive way started, and that was a wrong call for me. Yeah, they should have kept it the same. Um, it's a bit of a blow, obviously, finding out that um, uh, Uncle Albert was leaving, um, mm. but he also hadn't played a great deal since lockdown's been lifted so you can't use that as an excuse other than morale but they should have got into this full of beans full of um full of a lot of confidence and it just wasn't it at all the players who had been performing well didn't really click i like you said glatzel's done so well off the bench mendes lang done so well off the bench i understand giving them a chance but they've proven to be making a big difference off the bench. And I just wonder whether that was the right game to change the starting lineup. To no, I totally extent. agree. I, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm all for freshening, freshening things up uh, when they need to be. I'd um, rather but... see Lee Tomlin start, mate. I've got yeah. to be honest. To give him yeah, a bit yeah. of creativity, you know, from that side of it. Um, next, Reading nil, Brentford 3. Another whopping result for Brentford as they cruise mm. towards the end of the season. It's a, um, a massive, massive, massive statement um, of intent um, moving forward. And uh, I've seen some of the fixes coming up for Brentford as well. So there's uh, there's opportunities for um, for them to, to really grasp and, and get close to um, the Premier League, basically. You know what I mean? For, forget who's ahead of them. Forget forget what's, you know what I mean? You can only win what you what, what you can. And if they do end up in the playoffs, they're going to go in the playoffs with so much confidence because they've won so many games and it's the manner of them winning games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, QPR won Fulham 2. Uh, yeah, well, I know uh, Fulham, what, Fulham went 1-0, 1-0 down quite early, early in the game. And then Harry Archer equalised and, um, and then Christie scored the winning towards the Fulham needed this massive, massive result. Um, QPR similar to uh, Blackburn um, that lockdowns done no favours basically and then we have Wigan Athletic 3 uh, oh, sorry I missed out Leeds United 1 Luton 1 first yeah frustrating I watched uh, I watched a big part of the game and um, Luton held their own for very long very long periods they went 1-0 ahead and then um, and the Leeds drew level but they had, a, they had enough chances to win 12 games never mind one game so um, Luton can 
see see it as a as a huge point. And if they stay up by a point, then that will be a massive point of the season. And then finally, we have Wigan Athletic three, Stoke City nil. Um, awful again from Stoke, uh, but obviously Wigan got the result, and then and then obviously went in administration the next day. So um, if that was the, the the plan, then naughty naughty. Then let's let's have to let's have to see. But I think uh, Stoke City, it's uh, it, it, that's, I think it's, it's a way that it could save them, unless the points that are rolled over for next season and they start on minus minus twelve or whatever next season. Yeah, I saw. Um, I think it was Kelly said in the uh, in the comments that they maybe dropped uh, or maybe deducted 15 points from the start of next season which mm. that is a killer uh, can you imagine that like 15 like i don't know psychologically must be very difficult to to get past that but i think i'd rather have it at the start of the season than well if it, w- w- it this would this would this could relegate them now or the start next season in the championship with Minus fifteen, they've so. got to make up a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's probably a good decision, a good call. Okay, so uh, then we'll have our two up and two down for the week. Who have you got for your downs, please, mate? Um, I've got Swansea City, so I started with Swansea because I just thought um, the way that they played against Luton Town um, obviously didn't give me an opportunity um, to just just to give myself a foothold in. Um, in the championship moving forward, you know, it was a it was a um, a poo result, but more 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 of a poo of a performance. Um, so I had Swansea City's defence specifically since lockdown because I feel it's been terrible. Um, but because you went for Swansea, I changed it, and I have actually gone for Neil Harris's team selection in the Charlton game simply because I think he had done so well in those first two games that he created problems for himself by switching it up in the manner which he did. Now, if we were talking three, four, five games in, and then he had given those players off the bench a chance, that's a different story for me. But yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd won, we'd look fresh, we'd look good, we'd, look, we'd won convincingly. There was no need to, to change it up at that point. Yeah, and totally I, in my opinion, I think it cost us. Um, and then your second down, mate, please. Um, I've gone for Tom Lawrence um, and Damn. Uh, yeah, because he got sent off in the 94th minute and the way that Derby are playing in the minute, the way he's playing, um, he got involved in a in a push and shove game after the final whistle and just didn't need to do it. He's got himself now banned for the next game and it's just it, that could have a massive effect on Derby County going forward or him because if Derby win next game, will he get back in? He probably will because he's a good enough player. But you know what I mean? You've got to be selfish a little bit and you know what I mean? If someone's pushing you because you've won the game, walk away and laugh. You know, so. And uh, Rai just reminded me that I missed out. Uh, no, I'm not bothered. No, I'm not, no, I'm not bothered. Not bothered. Well done, Hull. Well done, Hull. There we go. Well done, Hull. And uh, my uh, my down is um, is I went so these were initially uh, as of probably three days ago. These this team was in my ups, uh, and it's Wigan Athletic. They were in my ups because their form on the pitch has been superb. That's outstanding. Unfortunately, as we discussed earlier in the show, off the pitch, not so good. And um, I feel it is a, a little bit dishonest and a bit shady. But, um, you know, maybe it's not and it's just coincidence. But it does feel like, like we, like you said at the start of the show, mate, they've, they've waited until they've got a nice big cushion over the relegation zone. And then they've sort of said, right, we can't pay our debts. But there we go. Mm. Uh, and your ups, mate. Uh, Wayne Rooney, um, 
you know what I mean? He just he just oozes class. He's like a fine wine. He seems to get better with age. And you know what I mean? He's had a really good week. Not just individual game. He's um, yeah, he's a very 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 accomplished individual, and he's bringing the best out of a group of players. Mm, not bad. So I've gone for uh, Ollie Watkins first and foremost. Oh, didn't His think of him. performances. Didn't he's think just, of him. He just made. He does everything for Brentford. Not just the goals he scores, he lifts everyone. He he defends from the front. I just, what a team player, what a striker. Um, that's all I you know can't add much yeah. more to that. Great shout that. Second one for you, mate. Uh, Luton Town. Um, you know what I mean they've had a uh, they've had a really good week. They got Swansea City away from home, uh, and then they got Leeds United. You know those two games at the start of the season or any time during the season, you're thinking two defeats. How how many can we keep it down? So to get a, to get four points out of those two games is. Is absolutely outrageous. So, Luton Town, well done. Uh, and I've gone for my second app as Robert Glatzel for his performance, particularly in those first two games since the lockdown. Um, he was under pressure coming out, yeah, of the, out of the lockdown. He hadn't really performed. He hadn't really scored many goals. Um, and I think not just his, his work rate has upped and his overall performances have got better, his finishing has been exceptional. Yeah. Um, real, real good top draw finishing and that's what he was brought in for. Okay, so, we're going to finish off now. We're just going to do our predictions quickly. And then, as we go into injury time, we'll uh, answer a couple of questions before we finish off. So, last week's predictions, uh, Andy won 5-4. Which makes it 1-0 uh, to you, Andy, after the first week since lockdown. So, we'll make a note of that. <clears throat> Clean sheet so far. Clean sheet. Clean sheet. Like Barnsley. <laughs> Disgraceful. Right, okay. Uh, next week's predictions. There's lots of these, so we're going to keep them brief. Um, Friday tonight, Charlton versus Millwall. Oh, home win. And I'll go for... Yeah, I'm going to go Charlton too. Next up, we've got Derby and Forest, sorry. Oh, great game. Great game. I'll go draw. Go draw. Oof, oof. A draw and I'll go do 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 I'm gonna go f- Derby uh Blackburn Leeds oh god these games um Hard work mate. yeah I'm gonna go draw again oh two draws I'm gonna go oh, Leeds <clears throat> <laughs> don't like doing that I did not like saying that no you didn't uh, Wigan versus Brentford. Sorry, mate. Uh, uh, Brentford. Brentford. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I tell you what, for the for the fun of the game, I'm going to go for a Wigan win for the upset. The form side, they're going to be under pressure, mm. and so I'm going to go for the the shock. Bristol City versus the mighty Cardiff City. You know Cardiff. who I'm going for. Yeah, I'll Cardiff. You. Mm-hmm. Did, did wonder whether you may go for the team in red. No, no chance. Uh, Fulham versus Birmingham. Home win for me. Fulham will win that. Um, I'm going to go for a draw there. A draw. Um, Huddersfield Town versus Preston. Home win. They need, they need to win. Huddersfield have to win to give them a chance. I'll go home win. I'm going to go Preston because... I just got a feeling that Huddersfield are going to get dragged back into it. And I tell you what, they, I think they'll be 
begging for Wigan to get um, points deducted this season after the way they've started since the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Just to give themselves a bit of a cushion. Uh, Luton Town versus Reading. Oh, I think Reading are on an awful run of form, so I'm going to go home win. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go with them too. Uh, Stoke City versus Barnsley. I'm going home win. I'm going home win. I'm going against the grain. I'm going to go Barnsley. I'm going to let a goal in. At least one. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. You're brave going for Stoke. I know I am. Is all they say. Brave, I know. brave. Brave or stupid? Well, stupid. <laughs> I'm going to go for Barnsley. Barnsley. Uh, the Swansea City versus Sheffield Wednesday. You know who I'm oh, going for. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'll, I'll, do you know what? I, 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 I went to Swansea Don't last week, it. so Don't I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Swansea. And if they lose, I've, I've, it, it's win-win, isn't it? Borough <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, versus QPR. Uh, well, Middlesbrough. Neil Warnock's first home game, sort of. Yeah, I'm going to go for Middlesbrough as well. Uh, West Brom versus Hull City. West Brom, I think Hull got the result the other day, which they needed. I believe West Brom need to do the same this week. Uh, yeah, same for me. I mean, West Brom, there, I'm afraid. I don't like to go for the same, the same team too often, but yeah, you know, sometimes you don't have a choice. Uh, Forest, Fulham. Forest. And uh, I'm going to go Fulham. Uh, Brentford, Charlton. Home win for me. Brentford will win again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brentford. Brentford and Charlton. Luton and Barnsley. Oh, what a game that is. Barnsley. I'm going to go Luton. Uh, Reading versus Huddersfield. Oh, go draw. I'll go a draw. I don't think that'll be a very good game. A bar fest. And I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for Charlie Adam to score the winner. Ninety fifth minute, one 0 Reading. Cardiff City versus Blackburn. Home win. And then we have Need it. Millwall Borough. As long as Middles win Saturday, I'll take a draw, so I'll go a draw. And I'll go with Millwall win. No, I won't. I'm gonna go with Borough win. Uh, West Brom Derby. I'm going um, Derby. Home, oh, home win. Big games. Big games for the week. Yeah, I'm going Derby that went. Uh, Birmingham Swansea. Um, home win. And you've had your you've had your look at you've had your, you've had your lot of me. <laughs> and uh, Bristol Hull. What I love about this, by the way, mate, is if you look in the comments, everybody is also giving their predictions yeah, I know. as well. Which I know I think it's great, is isn't it? awesome. Yeah, we'll have a little check of them. Um, Bristol Hull. Oh, Bristol, uh, sorry. Bristol City, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I went, yeah. Bristol City will win against Hull. Um, and I'm going to go with Hull for that one. And then we'll have Wigan, QPR. Wigan. Wigan. I, I used to have a friend, or a friend of a friend, called Wigan Dave. Wigan so I'm Dave. Go, I'm going to go for Wigan. I'll go for well. Dave. Shout out to Wigan Dave. Wigan Dave. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday versus Preston North End. Uh, oh, home win. Sheffield Wednesday have still got a, a, a small glimmer if they can carry on the farm. So home win. So there's a crack in the door. I'm going Preston for that one. And to finish us off for the week, Leeds United versus Stoke City. 
Oh, I'm going to go for Stoke to end their terrible run of losing against Leeds. And you're going to go Leeds, and that's us. Okay. Just to finish this off, because we're deep, we're into Fergie time now. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to scroll right up to the top and see what questions we've got. Okay. So we've got James Costley said, "Did you? Uh, do you still think... Uh, oh, no, he says... Still think Swansea will make top six? Question mark. No, I, I think they've they've absolutely blown it with the with the results they have. And if Swansea fans are honest with themselves, I think that they'll know that because teams yes. have teams are in form and and, and and there's no teams coming out of it. There's, for me, there's only one gap. There's only one gap to be filled. Um, and there's too many teams at the minute who are who are ahead of them. Derby, Cardiff, even probably Blackburn at the minute. So it's a big ask. Uh, Richie Thomas asked, "Do you think?" Uh, Neil Harris chose the wrong team selection, which we kind of covered, versus Charlton. Uh, any views on why Will Vokes didn't start the game? Two points dropped, in his opinion. Uh, he picked the wrong team, in my opinion. But listen, I've questioned sometimes Neil's um, team selection and it's come back to bite me on the backside. So uh, I ain't going to start now because you've got to give me an opportunity and, and look at if, if someone had offered us um, seven points out of three games, I'd have snapped their hands off. Be so... Yeah. You know what I mean? Out of the three games, let's look at the positive. And yes, it was a, a dire game, but um, we were probably do one after winning two away games. So let's let's see the positives. And would Kiefer Moore be a good signing for Cardiff City? No. Um, the, way, the, way that, the way that Neil plays, um, he's a big target man, but I don't know. Cardiff, what I've watched, especially away from home the last couple of games, uh, sorry, against um, Preston especially, they went with pace and and that, and that frightened people to death, and that's where the goals came from. Uh, if they can get Gratzel flying like he has been coming off the bench, then he'd be a real asset next season. In my opinion, um, Keeper Moore is not as good as Gratzel, and in my opinion, I think Welsh fans particularly are blinded by Keeper Moore's form for Cardiff City uh, in the in the Championship and League One or uh, League One. I'm not as familiar with, but in the Championship, he has not scored very many goals. Um, not to say his, you know, his uh, his play further out from the goal is not, uh, you know, it's good. But I just, in my opinion, I think Cardiff City should be looking at maybe someone a step above. And that's no disrespect to Kiefer. I'm a big, big fan of his work for Wales. He's been outstanding for Wales. And I just saw Martin just put a question in right at the end. Oh, where did I see it? I'm sure, I saw it. I'll look at my phone. Oh, he said, "Who do we think is going to go down?" Um, uh, I've already said I know Wigan, Barnsley, and Luton for me. Can't afford, can't afford the Reds to slip through that net. Can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, I um, I think who did I say? I said Luton, Stoke, and Hull. Huddersfield or Hull. Hull, Which, Hull City. Hull, yeah, mm. yeah. I think those today be my three. Um, and Kelly makes a great point there. She says, when you have Bale and Ramsey playing, placing the ball onto Kiefer Moore's head, how can you not look good? That's well, I think that's the thing, cool. isn't it? You know what I mean? That he's, he's playing international football. And it must be. And I've, I've asked this question on the show. I asked it to Cav. Um, I asked it to other players, other international players, about stepping back to your club after you've played with these kind of players must be difficult. And the transition, which Kiefer Moore, for example, you know what I mean? Doesn't, doesn't replicate the same form for club and country. So... You know what I mean? Is that is that the quality of players he's playing with? Then there's only keeper can um, to answer those questions really. You know, so it's a, it's, a, it's it's always a difficult situation. But like, um, is it Kelly who just said that? 
Yeah. So like Kelly, like Kelly said, there, it's it's a no-brainer. You know what I mean? You're playing world-class players. You're gonna you're gonna get world-class service. Spot on, mate. Um, okay, there we are. We're ten minutes deep into injury time, but we will not break the hour mark for this show. I am determined. Thank you to everyone who's commented and watched Monday evening, seven thirty, the Andy Campbell Football Show with former Fulham striker Mr. Barry Hales. Very much looking forward to having a chat with Barry. Uh, and, of course, you can check out all the other shows on Ace Podcast Nation and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out the social media. Thanks very, uh, thanks very much to Black Diamond Sports for the, all the support and helping the show. As I said at the start of the show, they're a global sports agency representing sports stars all across the world. And you can check out their social media pages in the description. And, of course, uh, at the end of the show, you'll see it. And, uh, of course, real big shout-out to our sponsors, Bespoke Financial. We thank them for sponsoring the show. And uh, Andy, lastly, thank you to you, sir. Oh, it's been a pleasure, can't wait. And I can't wait for Monday. Um, just by looking up um, and seeing some of Barry's goals, it's just been, yeah, it's going it's to be a cracking show. I can't wait to talk about um, some of those goals and some of those uh, clubs that he's played for and some of the players that he's played with. It's going uh, to be amazing. Carl Heinz Riedler, he played with. I know, see, I've, I know. It's crazy, man. Lewis Beaumont, yeah. There's loads. There's a, oh, there's a, Chris there's Coleman. A, there's a book full. Kit Simons, yeah, loads, yeah. loads of him. Yeah, been through it myself. Little whisper for you all. In the next couple of weeks, we have some unbelievable guests coming on the Andy Campbell Show and Ace Podcast Nation. So check it out. Look out on social media. Thank you all to everyone who's tuned in. Share, spread the word, and of course, uh, the audio version will be out uh, probably in the morning, maybe a bit later, you never know. And uh, we will see you Monday, 7.30, for a new show. Cheers, guys. My mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my auntie Louise told mummy about Bespoke Financial Teesside. She said they're a local company who helped her with her life insurance. Mummy got in touch and because they're based locally, a man called Darren was able to come to our house. He was really friendly. Darren stayed for a cup of tea and made it all really easy to understand. He said that life insurance will protect our home and family if anything bad were to happen. Like if mummy or daddy got sick, then we'd get enough money to take care of us and our house would be paid for so we wouldn't get taken away. After an hour, Darren said goodbye and Mummy and Daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted, we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Network.